you know, all of this time, I've just been the person on the other side, just the actress being told what to do. And now, you know, I realized doing my first project that I am a creator. I'm not just an actor. So I'm an artist. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the She's So Real podcast. I'm your hostess, AJ Joyce, where we dive in each week to chat with multifaceted women in the film and entertainment industry who believe in diversity and inclusion through their work and the media. I'm a digital creator and a black girl nerd with a background in fun movie reviews, film enthusiasm, and girl power advocacy who's obsessed with creating a space for talented, badass women. Grab your drink and your popcorn because these ladies are the real deal. Howdy, y'all. I have a great guest today by the name of Tahara J. Tahara J. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> if you can't tell, <laughs> she's going to be sharing some wonderful gems with us today. So, as she started off in plays and indie films, Tahara has emerged as a talented actress you might have seen in the Showtime series The Shy or drama favorite Chicago Fire. I know that I know a lot of people love that show, so you better watch out for her. Her success has led to her recognizing a lack of opportunities for women, especially women of color in filmmaking. Through her company, Tahara J Entertainment, she focuses on impactful events, film production, and advocacy as her response to this. Tahara's efforts to provide a platform for young women and women of color is just amazing. It's just beyond me. If you're looking for a place to connect and collaborate to expand your skills in the film industry, she has something great to offer. I don't want to give mm, all the hints away, you know, on what she's working on, but I'll let the conversation speak for itself. Ladies and gents, welcome to Hera J. To Hera J. <laughs> Did you know over 192,000 new podcasts were launched in 2019 and I was one of them? Have you ever wanted to share your opinion but not break the bank? I have just a thing for you, girl. It's called Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch and promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters like myself already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. Like me, Buzzsprout can't wait to amplify your message. Let's create something great with Buzzsprout. Follow the link in the show notes, let Buzzsprout know that I sent you, and you can get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan today. All right, Tara J, you're finally on the show. Welcome. Yes. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Are you hanging in there with the coronavirus? <laughs> uh, you know, as an artist and an extrovert, I 
was doing okay. I'm not exactly sure how much more of this I can handle. Uh, I feel your pain. I'm a big extrovert <laughs> right, myself. Yeah, right now I'm, I'm cool. I don't. I just you know this this kind of stuff is helping. Being creative, all that great stuff. Talking, having the conversation. So I'm okay right now. <laughs> oh, hang in there, girl. Hang in there, because I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. You have to. <laughs> Can you give us an idea, like how you got started on your acting journey? Man, you're really shooting off now. Like, woo! Uh, yeah, you know what? I um, it's funny because I actually, I I guess I've been acting my whole life. As you know, a parent say so you came out the womb acting. Uh, I just remember, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember dressing up as a little kid. You know, just being really like just extra. Um, but I actually was pursuing music, and oh. um, my dad was a music. My dad played the saxophone. My mom played the flute. So my grandmother can sing. Like, so I come from like a semi musical family. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a singer. And then someone asked me to do a play, and it just my life changed. I think I was about maybe 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I was like what is this and from there I just kept pursuing it kept and um by the time I was about 19 is when I professionally started acting wow wow man (laughs) such a transition so early on yeah it was great (laughs) because you could not pay me like no no one could no one could have prepared me that I was going to be acting because my whole life was music did you did you like go out and pursue those opportunities or did you jump on anyone's bandwagon to help you get discovered on that note? Cause I know sometimes it can be hard to really push yourself out there. And then also you might have someone in place that might help you, you know? You know what? Yeah, I actually, um, like I said, I started doing, I was asked to do like a little, it was like a church play or something. Mm-hmm. And then I just fell in love with it. And I was actually talking to a musician because um, the industry is small, music and acting world, they pretty, you know, in an independent level collide with, the, collide with each other. And so I was just having a conversation. And from there, that person introduced me to a playwright. And then from there, I just kept making connections and kept uh, making connections. I didn't have like a mentor or anything. I really had to teach myself this industry. Um, wow. I ended up getting a mentor about maybe 2015-ish. But up until then, it was just me really just grinding and learning and asking questions and just not being afraid to, you know, do a gig where that wasn't necessarily like the level I wanted to be on, but just understanding that it was a process. And so I'm very happy, you know, for my journey so far, but yeah, I just, I just hit the ground running and asked a lot of questions. <laughs> well, you are ready for the mountaintop for sure. <laughs> Definitely ready for the mountaintop. Yeah. So since you've had so much experience in different realms, you know, one of the biggest things that pointed out in your bio was independent filmmaking and mm-hmm. how you've dibble dabbled in that. Can you speak on that experience? Yeah. So there was a point in my, my career um, as an actress where it was like, you know, things were, you know, going up. I mean, I was constantly gigging like crazy. I always was in some type of project and then it slowed down. Then I got an agent and then it just slowed down like completely. Wow. (laughs) Like people think that having an agent meant you're supposed to just blow up and be this famous person. No, it's a whole different level of things that goes on after that. And so I became or refused to become a sitting duck. And a lot of us actors, we get our start in independent films. And so I had already kind of had the the bug in me to write and 
do some things. And so finally, after pushing through fear, I ended up in like this workshop class, a filmmaker by the name of Maurice George. She was doing this, this class, just giving back to actors and filmmakers. And just being a part of that workshop, I just realized that it was time. And so in 2016, um, I wrote my first short film, which was called Green Grass. Yeah. And I hired an all woman crew. So my whole crew from sound to the person who held the camera was all women. So, and that's, yeah, that's how I got, got the bug of being in front and behind the camera. When you first were behind the camera, was it nerve wracking to take that much control of your own project of, of that creative spark that you're about to put out into the world? Is it nerve wracking? You know what? It it actually awakened something in me. Like I was nervous going into it because, you know, all of this time I've just been the person on the other side, just the actress being told what to do. And now, you know, I realized doing my first project that I am a creator. I'm not just an actor. So I'm an artist. And so mm-hmm. whereas when I first started thought of doing it, I was a little nervous. But when it came, when the time came, oh my goodness, it was like the most beautiful feeling that I, it's just because it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like if you're creating something and then there's a finished product and it's like, you did that. Like that came, you know, of course it wasn't just me. I had my team, but it was just like everything that I wanted was coming together. And so nowhere I thought I was going to be like nervous or irritated or just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was actually, uh, I mean, we had our hiccups, but it was just like a beautiful thing to watch unfold, especially being my first time. So it was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was a beautiful experience. Well, speaking of beautiful, I think it's awesome how you had like an all woman crew. How did that come about? Like, how were you able to pick like one, one, one? <laughs> you know? Here's the crazy thing. Like I am very pro woman. Like I am for us. There's so many opportunities that we don't have. But one thing that made me want all woman crew was because I always had a desire to uplift women in the industry. And as an actress, I had only had two directors, female directors. It's my whole entire career in independent film. I've never, I mean, even with the TV network stuff, I haven't yet worked with a woman. And so when it was my turn, it was like, you know what? I am going to create a platform not just for myself, because yeah, I was getting prepared for my film, but it was like this is something that need that's needed. And so I was talking to another filmmaker, a female female uh, filmmaker, and she actually just put up a post one day and was like tag a female f- filmmaker in Chicago, and it was like over three hundred posts. I mean tags, wow, and shares. And I was like, where are these women? Like, are mm-hmm. you kidding me? It's that many. And I've only worked with two. And so I was like, yep, that's it. I know exactly who's going to run my set. And so from there, I just was like, yep, this is what I'm doing. Wow. You know, that's crazy. You know how when someone creates that platform, uh, it's amazing how you see so many women, you know, are showing their talent. They're showing like, yes, I'm a Mm -hmm. filmmaker. Yet the representation is still not there. Like it it's, blew my mind. It really did. It's it like really blew my mind. Unbelievable sometimes, you know? And I understand talent and diversity go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, spaces need to be given to these women, you know, that are working up to be in these positions, you know, rather if you mm-hmm. want to be a filmmaker or a screenwriter or actress and everything else. Like how, how for you... 
How do you see yourself advocating for that through your work? Well, I um, I actually started a group called Women of Color Film Collaborative. Um, and that's pretty much what Greengrass was under. It was under that group. And so that's how I was able to find a woman, the women. Um, I went to a few women that I had networked with and I just was like, you know, hey, this is an idea that I have. And then from there, that's how the group was formed. And so for me, I just, I want to make sure that in every area that I do, that I have some type of uplifting or highlighting of women in this industry. Because as an actress, I know how hard it can be. And now that I've started, you know, producing and directing films, I even see the greater of how hard it can be. So um, between the Women of Color Film Collaborative group that I've started, and um, Sahara J Entertainment, which is another company that I have, um, which is Impactful Events and Film Production. Um, my team, we've, we've created different things to make sure that we are always highlighting women, whether it's just social media or if it's showing up and supporting, reposting a female filmmaker who has something coming up or just simply saying like, hey, this is somebody to look out for. We want to make sure at, um, at all times that we're doing something to keep that conversation going. That's wonderful. In the future, do you see yourself collaborating with other companies and organizations that basically, yeah. uh, you know, represent that same vision that you have? And as well as I, you know, like, do you see yourself collaborating in, in events and talks and workshops and podcasts? Oh, it could be all yeah. over the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. We're actually in a process of um, switching over to a not-for-profit for Women of Color Film Collaborative. You know, it's, it's called collaborative. Like, that's the last word in that title is we want to be able to you know, come together with other organizations and just make it bigger. I just, one of my favorite quotes that I came up with a long time ago is like, we'll all reach our goals, but imagine how quickly we'll get to when we work together. Mm -hmm. So I am all about whatever I can do as a woman, help you with your platform. Not even necessarily caring if it's going to help me, but in, in, it's going to end up doing that, you know, regardless. And so, yeah, absolutely. There are definitely going to be multiple times for collaborations. I am all for that, making sure as women we win, like period. <laughs> that's, I think that's wonderful. I mean, as I keep getting into, you know, what I'm doing, I keep discovering all these different nonprofits and organizations mm -hmm. that benefit women in film and entertainment and giving them that spotlight that wasn't yeah. given to them before. I think that is just so wonderful. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Now, one thing I, I do want to concentrate on, which I think is also something to highlight, is you said women of color film collaborative. Mm -hmm. And that is very important to focus on, uh, especially for today, because even though we have the Viola Davises and the Angela mm -hmm. Bassett's and many others and, and women like yourself, we still don't have enough, especially African-American women being shown as actresses in behind yeah. the camera, you know, yeah. like it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It really is. And and that, that was what, you know, everything you just said is what inspired that. It was like, you know, I just got fed up, you know, honestly, if I had to be completely transparent, I just got irritated, you know, being a dark skinned, um, complective woman in this industry. It's just, you know, when Viola won that award, I cried and it was like people that, you know, understood and they thought it was just about her getting an award. It's like, no, I've never seen anybody 
right be her complexion and win like this mm-hmm. you know when she, and it's just you know so it's it's something that um is very very important to me and not just for but just in, you know minorities in general like we we are striving to make sure that we're represented as well as asian communities you know the mm-hmm. the communities that you know like unfortunately like they they're like it's beautiful that things are shifting as far as them but they have so much more to go or so far to go to fight through and it's like man it's just really jacked up and it's like whatever i can do to just kind of help not just my community but other communities who don't have a voice either that's what it's about we have we have to you know we have to look out for each other so i'm just trying to bridge that gap a little bit all right y'all i have something to share the secret is out She's So Real finally has its own community. Yes, girl. The realists. That's right. (laughs) I'm getting excited just thinking about it. This community is an extension of the podcast and blog. The space is created for talented, badass women in the film and entertainment industry, just like my intro says, in order to support one another. You guys are supposed to share resources and news, network, advocate for more girl power on and off screen. Use this community for inspiration, positivity, expertise, skill development, think pieces, and much more. Ultimately, our mission is to bring your passion to reality with the support of these women. Have fun in there, and don't forget to invite any other ambitious women that you know in the industry. You can find the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to see you in there. I think that's wonderful. When you have women that want to join your nonprofit and they tell you, you know, I'm really nervous about getting into this because I don't see myself, you know, on the TV screen or behind, you know, the screen. What do you tell them as inspiration? Well, it's not it's not just um, about them, you know, being on TV or actually being film stuff. We do a lot of networking things. So there's always opportunity for them to work an event or just simply be a part of a conversation. It's not just strictly film, like production itself, but there's mm-hmm. going to be like so many different entities and opportunities. And we're just kind of creating like this database of support. So being a part of this organization or being associated with this organization now opens up the door for you to be associated with other things. And whether that's just simply needing a lawyer and being able to hire a black woman as a lawyer who is entertainment or something, you know, it just, it just really depends on what you need. But there's so many of us like me being an actual producer, director, but I also do um, trauma advocate, you know, being a, being a trauma advocate. So with all of that stuff, you never know where it could lead and what the benefits can be. And you're working with another woman. And I think that is like the goal of um, Celine to just make sure that we're providing opportunities for women. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I'm trying. <laughs> you're doing it. It's, you even <laughs> highlighted another aspect, you know, being a, a trauma advocate that's huge you know especially with time's up and then harvey um weinstein you know in his jail time Mm -hmm. you know what are your thoughts on that you know especially being an advocate for that i I know that's a lot that's a loaded question there (laughs) but (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, I um, you know, my personal um experience, I've I've experienced great trauma. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. And so once I started learning through that, like coming, you know, from a of a situation like that and just life and growing up being a teenager and having your own kind of rejection and your other things with parents and just different things. And so by the time I got to a certain age, I, um, I was dealing with a lot mentally, mentally, and I had to kind of work through that. And so when I hear about situations, uh, women go through or just people in general, it's like, you have no idea that that little thing that you're doing that might be driving people crazy or what you're doing and you don't understand it can be associated with some type of trauma that you didn't even know you experienced. And so for me, it's like, I feel like there's not enough people out there um, or I want to contribute to those who are with the efforts of helping people understand their trauma. So when I hear these stories and, you know, what, you know, Weinstein, all of that, I just... Of course, naturally, I get really upset, but then it's like, I know that I'm going to provide some type of relief. And so I just want to make sure that at all times, when there's an opportunity to teach how to navigate through trauma, um, that I'm doing that because it's so necessary. You know, we can't explain the evils of the world. We don't know why it happens, but at least I can use what I've gone through to help somebody else. I definitely think, and I'm I'm sure you've already thought of this, that this would be a lovely addition to your film, your film collaborative, you know, in terms of offering resources, especially since I'm not saying this doesn't happen on an everyday basis, but also in the entertainment industry, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's amazing what is coming to light, you know, with a lot of these women saying this person has done this to me, or this person done this to me years ago. and it's crazy how much it's just simply covered up. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It, 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 in a bad way, <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah. No, no, no um, I get it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy to me, but I, I think you're doing a wonderful thing, not only on the trauma aspect, but highlighting women of color, minorities in film. It's, it's just wonderful. Yeah, so thank you. We actually, <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually have a um, film. I have an entertainment company. So that's where the mm-hmm. bulk of my production uh, films we uh, come out through. Um, we just shot a film. It's actually, it's called Hashtag Yeah Me Too. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, my short film that I wrote um, and just my reaction to the Me Too movement when I heard about it. It was something that happened privately that really um, shook me to want to talk about, you know, this is actually the first time I've actually talked about what happened uh, to me on a platform like this. And so I created the film to use that to open the conversation. So um, between that production company and Women of Color Film Collaborative, there's going to be some events surrounding it coming soon. So yeah, definitely um, just pushing to have that conversation, especially, you know, with so much going on in the world is so necessary. Definitely. I have to say you're, you're, and I know there's a lot of women who, have kept their stories to themselves, but you are very brave and courageous and to, to even share that with the world today, because like you said, there's so much negativity in the world and it doesn't even make sense why there is so much sometimes, right. but you, you are brave. Claps to you. 
Claps oh, thank to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is there one piece of advice that you would give to aspiring women that want to become actresses as well as work behind the scenes like you are? You know what? If I had to give any kind of advice, it would be to simply do. Like, don't care about, I mean, oh, this is, I have so much to say. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure because <laughs> I'm about to go in. Like, literally do not care. Like, you cannot care. I think as women, we, and, and I think the times are changing where being so careful is um, becoming a thing of a past. But I know that there are so many women who we don't think we're enough in whatever area that we are pursuing, we are, it seems like we always get to this point where we're questioning and, oh, am I doing this right? And one piece of advice that I could give is just do it. If that means if you do it and it doesn't work out and you have to revamp, then you do that. If you have to stop and then start again two years later, then you do it. You just don't stop. My, I wouldn't be where I am if I would have just stopped. You know, that was, that was one thing that people have always pointed out and I didn't realize it. You know, I didn't realize that I was just pushing through some things. It was just, well, this is what has to get done. And so when I really thought about it, it's like, man, there are so many things in my life that could have stopped me from pursuing the things that I wanted to pursue. And I just didn't allow it. And so my, my biggest uh, thing to push is just whatever you do, do not give up. If that thing is push pulling on you, if you are dreaming and you you know that there's a passion there, then whatever you need to do to make it, you do it. If that means like you have to stay up all night, I call it YouTube Academy, and you learn that craft because money isn't there, then you do that. You figure out a way. If that means you have to spend your Saturdays in a library, you, you do what you need to do, but don't you dare give up. Don't you allow anybody to tell you what you can't do. If it's, if you come across a situation where it just seems like, oh, you don't know enough, then you, you trust me, you will know it. They didn't know it at one point either. And so that is like my biggest key is like, don't, no matter what happens, do not give up because it's going to take off. It's going to take off. Trust me. You just got to keep going. I think I have a tearjerker here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I can help myself. <laughs> no, I gave, <laughs> I gave myself goosebumps. Like it's just, it, it just means it, I get so passionate about that kind of question because oh, there's just been so many times where if I just would have allowed people's negativity or ignorance to keep me, I, I there's so many opportunities I wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, no, whatever you do, just keep going. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Trust me, it's gonna pay off. I work hard, guys. Gotta work hard. It's gonna pay off. You have to. It's gonna pay off. Trust me, it will. It will. Oh man. Is there anything on your radar that's coming up new? Of course, it'll be after the coronavirus, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, let's be in positive spirits here. (laughs) We are gonna speak these things. Right. We'll be done soon. Oh, yeah, there's actually a few things. Um, Again, like I said, I have a film coming out called Hashtag Yeah, Me Too. And I also, with my um, company, Sahara J Entertainment, we do impactful events and film production. So we have an event series called Indie Movie Nights um, that I created last year to highlight the local independent filmmaker. um, Because just like women, uh, filmmakers, uh, the same kind of heart behind it, just 
always given an opportunity for filmmakers to show their work. So we're going into our fourth installment, which would have been this Friday, but you know, it's okay. It's hey, going to be bigger still and better. Steps it up. You're still doing it. You're still, <laughs> still doing, doing it. it. <laughs> we're still going to do it. We just have to postpone, which means just giving us time to make it bigger and better because it was actually the kickoff or we're kicking it off whenever we do um, get the word to, you know, be clear to have the event. We're actually kicking it off with a uh, female filmmaker. So we're highlighting about six women filmmakers. We have a triple uh, feature presentation. Um, so there's going to be like food, drinks. There's, there's going to be um, going to be a really nice Q&A afterwards. And it's hosted by an amazing filmmaker and actress and director. Her name is Tiffany Addison. So definitely um, look out for that event as well. So uh, those are two things that are like really coming up right, relatively quickly. I need to fly to Chicago. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. I need to get out of Texas for a moment and go to Chicago. <laughs> I agree. Yes. I would love to love to like physically meet you and have you at the event. Oh, you should definitely come. <laughs> Keep me on your radar. Right? You never know. You never know. <laughs> Well, before we wrap up here, we would like to know some keeping it real answers from you. Are you ready, Tara? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What is your favorite movie right now? I'm sure you may have a plethora because we all on Netflix and Hulu, but you never oh, God. know. I'm so Netflix out. <laughs> uh, my favorite movie, though, honestly, is Crooklyn. Oh, wow. that okay. Is, that is that's one an original of my right there. Yeah, that's one of my faves. I, I know every word. If any kind of trivia, I'll be able to answer. That is my movie. I love Brooklyn. My favorite Spike Lee, well, two favorites is School Days and Black Klansmen. Those are my two Ooh, favorites. Yes, those are yes. good ones. Yes, <laughs> I love ones. those two. Those are my favorite. Oh, man. <laughs> TV shows. What's your favorite TV show right now? Oh, my God. This is so hard because um, I do this thing where I'm watching like 10 shows, series at the same time. How do you do that? I, I can't even know. focus on one thing at a time. I, I don't know. It's I, I think it's just the, I don't know. I, I can't explain it, but my friends talk about me. Um, my favorite TV show. Can I just specifically talk about right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite TV show right now will probably have to be um, what's a Netflix series, All American. Oh, okay. I have yet to watch it, but I've heard yeah. it's good. I'm really vibing with it. It's like I, I mean, like the other night, I stayed up all night watching season one. Oh, here we go, the bingers. Like, oh man, I could not believe it. The song was coming up, and I was like, "What is happening right now? Did I stay up all night?" I love this series. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And what is your favorite snack to get at the movie theaters? Okay, so you have to get popcorn with butter, and then you have to get raisinets and jalapeno peppers. Whoa, you lost me when you said raisinets. Okay. So let me tell you. So then, okay, so you don't eat it all together, but you take a, a piece of popcorn and you eat it with a raisinette. Or you take a piece of popcorn and you eat it with a jalapeno. So sometimes, like, I used to kind of, like, go in and I'll just do raisin nuts. 
and then a ho- and then popcorn. Or one day I'll go in, I'll get jalapeno and popcorn. But one day I couldn't decide, and I was like, I'm doing both. And I took both, and I went back and forth, and it was the best thing I had ever tasted in my life. So now I'm stuck. That is that is my favorite snack. Wow. See, I usually <laughs> do buttered popcorn with M and M's, and I love that salty, buttery. That's what it is. It's the same thing. Mm. It's the same thing it. with the raisin and the chocolate. Oh, then you got the key from jalapeno. Girl, <laughs> And you stick with the spiciness. I can't hang. I wish I could hang. I can't Girl, yes. Well, kick every now and then. You're right. (laughs) Oh, Tahara J, ladies and gentlemen. This has been such a wonderful time. Thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. I loved it. You have so much to offer to the world, and I can't wait to see more. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm loving everything you're doing with this podcast. Like, thank you so much for creating a space to highlight, like, especially for me, like I'm always looking at and highlighting others. And so it's really dope to get a call to want to be highlighted. So thank you so much. For no, thank you. I'm, I'm the me. indie person. I'm like the small person person you right now. So <laughs> no, there's no small players. Everybody has a role and I appreciate yours. Thank you so much. Ready to stop firing the Instagram algorithm and start building your email list like me? I thought so. Meet my marketing secret weapon, Flowdesk. Rather, if you're an entrepreneur, a content creator, or an artist, you can use Flowdesk to create campaigns in minutes that grow your business, gain more followers, and make passive money. I mean, like, who doesn't like making money in their sleep? Flowdesk gives you the ability to design emails with stunning templates people will actually love in their inbox and look great in any device. To stay on brand, Flowdesk gives you the creative freedom to use custom brand colors and fonts so you can be on top of your marketing game. The best part is you can have unlimited subscribers with no upgrade fees or penalties. Support this female-owned business by signing up today for 50% off your monthly subscription forever. Flowdesk. Email marketing just got a whole lot easier. Tahara was just fantastic, right? Again, link up with Tahara J if you are interested in getting involved with her entertainment company and the Woman of Color Film Collaborative. I think it's a great opportunity, especially if you need some resources or you're just open to networking all over it. Take a look at the show notes and all her info will be there. I'm going to segue here to the AJ shout outs. And if you've been reading the show notes, you know why this is on here. But I'll give an explanation, of course. (laughs) AJ shout outs is a new segment that I'm going to be doing for anyone who's left me a review or given me a compliment of anything of some sort. And this is my way of giving back to you. So a little shout out to you. But I'm only going to do a general one just for this first time because I've had so much love from so many different people and so just good affirmation all over from so many folks. And I really, really appreciate it. The more reviews that you guys leave, the better the show will get for you. It's all for you. So just be mindful of that. I will leave a link in the show notes and that will direct you mainly to Apple Podcasts. That's where the reviews need to go, really. And you could just really lay into there about how what you think about the show. And I'm completely open to what you have to hear. Hopefully it's good. Fingers crossed. <laughs> 
Lastly, please, 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 please look into the show notes because I have a great freebie for you guys, especially during this quarantine. If you're looking for something new or you're looking for a different challenge, I got something for you. It is my own female-centric movie calendar, 365 days of lady cinematic fun. Isn't that great? You could get your freebie today in the show notes. Don't forget, it's waiting for you. All the movies. All the movies. It's crazy to think that I found 365 movies that basically show girl power all up in front and behind the screen. That's right. (laughs) So again, get yours today. Link is in the show notes. All right. Continue to be groovy and be safe out there. Please be safe out there. And don't forget to be groovy again. Okay? AJ out. Peace. I hope you enjoyed this episode of She's So Real. If you loved it as much as I did, head on over, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Thursday. I would love to hear more from you on topics you want to hear. Head to the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. I can't wait to hang out with you all again soon. Remember, keep it real.